Garrett, thank you so much for rushing back from doing. You're welcome. Here so quickly on the set from you, doing the amazing PPS. Yeah, and thank you to Brian, my favorite Abu Chakra. The King Lord himself blessed us with his presence on this six four day. Yes. What's next on the agenda? I hate In to twenty ask. minutes, we're going to be doing a live skit. Wow. Twenty yes. minutes. Just twenty minutes from now. <laughs> and that's on you out there. Mm -hmm. Again, we're not taking credit for any any of this crap we're uploading. Unless it's really good. Well, yeah, then then it's all us. Because that's because it's probably the performers that make it what it is. We'll decide. So that. that's on us. Uh, but if it sucks, that you know, we we we're giving our best. Head on over to shop.mega64.com if you haven't already. Pick yourself up some 20th anniversary merchandise. Yeah. This yes. next segment, credit where credit is due. This was a segment <laughs> proposed by Johnny. Yes. Johnny is an old school Mega 64 fan before he came to work here he was just like you at home watching and laughing along and he said one of his favorite things we ever did is when we would go to game developers conference in san francisco we'd have to edit a whole skit yeah. in a hotel room in a matter of hours and we would go to the local video shop up there rest in peace Resputin video they're yeah. no longer around oh man yeah and we would buy shitty dvds and watch them and review them. Yeah. We have resurrected the shitty DVD segment here today. That's we have right. gone to our local shitty DVD retailer. <laughs> Rocco, what do you got there? <laughs> and we picked up a collection. Uh, we all selected some DVDs. Ooh. Yes. How many have we watched here? We watched about eight of them, Jeez. and we're going to talk about them now. Uh, Johnny, my question, I have a question for you real quick. Okay. You know, you proposed yep. this. You wanted to do this, and then now you watch the movies with us. Does it live up to the hype of, you know, you back in the day? Like, you got to be in the room with us watching the DVDs. Was it, like, lame? True. Or it was it like, this is, it this was, is the shit? It was a ton of fun, because one of my favorite things to do in general is watch shitty movies and riff on them. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and yeah. I feel like I almost wanted to film our reactions, but I figured, you know... This would be better, but uh, yeah, there was like a lot of everyone was saying funny shit, and it, it, it was so great. Funny. I had a great time. <laughs> All right, I'm glad you liked it. Johnny. It lived up to. That's great to hear. I'm glad, um, I'm glad to hear it. Yeah, it took me back. I'll say because like when I was uh, programming our store, adding all, this is another shameless plug. All the merch that went in our store today. While I was working on that the other day, we put on some of these, and it was like, oh yeah, working and watching bad movies with these guys. I haven't done that in a long time, so I felt like I was back in San Francisco. Yeah. Um, I want to do an honorable mention before we get to talk to the <laughs> talk about some of the DVDs we watched together. Okay. Uh, this one we didn't all watch together, but it's definitely notable to bring this up. Mm. There is a MVP in the shitty DVD legacy in the lore. In uh, when uh, way back, I'm sure you could find a podcast highlight where we talked about watching this, but there was one that we found that we were cracking up sometimes with it. Sometimes not exactly with it, sometimes at it, but there is an MVP in the shitty DVDs, Blackass. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> Love Blackass. I didn't say Jackass. Uh, this guy, I forget his actual name. Uh, Callie Wilson was an icon in the DVD realm. Uh, we found one called Blackass. Uh, I think it was called Hope You Pirate This or Hope You Bootleg This. It's a good uh, it was a DVD of his stunts. He would show up to restaurants and pretend he was the inspector. So he would go in the back and eat all the food. <laughs> anyway, apparently that DVD was volume two. I guess there were more. There were two volumes. I, I never knew, but that one was volume two. So we went to go look for shitty DVDs. 
locally just recently, what were the odds Kevin walked in and found black ass? This is the first volume. That's it, baby. Uh, I'm going to say most of this not very good, uh, <laughs> except for one. Uh, again, we didn't w watch all this together. We we just wanted to pop it in and see what it was. It is different sketches than the one we saw before. Wow. There is one sketch on here that you guys, I want to watch it with you later. Okay. He It's called I Want a Burrito, I think. He okay. just goes to a Mexican food place with no clothes on whatsoever, <laughs> what? except his shoes. Oh my he is God. fully nude. Yeah, so let me get a, a burrito, bean and cheese burrito, and they go, whoa, whoa, no, 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 like you got to get out of here. You got. He's definitely violating laws. Mm -hmm. No, this, no, you can't do it. Is it censored at all? No. Oh, they just show. <laughs> is There's just a fully nude man in a public restaurant, and then they're oh like, no, God. no, no, and he goes, no, I just want a burrito. I just want a burrito. His this is the payoff. The friend comes in, yeah. and he is also fully nude. Hey, did you get the burrito yet? What's going on here? <laughs> no, they won't sell it to me. We want a burrito anyway. That was the only one Dude. worth mentioning. Oh but nice. I just want to give a shout out. He he passed away in 2011. What? Yeah. Black ass over and out. Oh, he would say that at the end of his sketches. We're going to say it now. So that was my honorable mention. Shout out to black ass wherever you are. If you're watching, we're still watching your stuff. There you Dang. Go. Anyway. Crazy. Crazy. Okay. Uh, sadly, we're running a little behind schedule. So we have about 14 minutes to get through these DVDs. Oh, uh, we, we can run a little I feel over. like we're making worried. a skit that's... That's on them. No. Yeah, that's, that's going to take, take no time at no. all. Take it fast. We should yeah. definitely write a short talk. skit. Yeah, we should talk about all these. All right. So <laughs> I've uh, put these in the order that we watched them. Yeah. So first up was Beach Patrol San Diego no, I, Summer 2006 edition. Yes. I found this one and I was thrilled. I was like, yo, this is like, we could be in this. We could be filming like our... Uh, uh, Final Fantasy Sing Star, Star. Sing Star, Sing Star. I was Final thinking, what was Fantasy, the one that I was Luigi. Saying, I love you. What was that video? Feel the magic. Feel, Feel the, the magic. magic. I forgot about that. I know. Wow. Love yeah. You, love you, love you, love but uh, it turns out we're not in this. So no. uh, this DVD featured a lot of drunk people. A lot of drunk people. And surprisingly, people dying on. Now, yeah, there was on, a death. On, now on the show. Here's the thing: is you watch this, and I, it's like. San Diego, and it's like you know that guy doing the voice and it's San Diego, and Mission then it's Beach. like the tide is a deadly mistress, and it's like these weird things, and then yeah. like it shows a a lady being brought in, and they sense her, and it's like she uh, succumbed to she inhaled Riptide. water, riptide, whatever. Yeah, then yeah. they interview her husband, who's, who's like crying. He's like three hundred pound dude, just be like, I don't know what happened. <laughs> yeah. And then so then they cut away, and it's like, well, she's gonna be fine. Like yeah, these rollerbladers got into a fight. Yeah, and it, yeah. yeah. Goes and to they, the next segment. Yeah, and then it cuts back to this like. 15 minutes later, it's like, she did unfortunately succumb and now is dead. It's like, what? <laughs> and they just move on. It's like, so I was watching a dead body being carried down. <laughs> well, and her husband beach. mourning her. You're watching your husband cry on the side. Oh. Oh. Yeah, you know what? So I'm I think say it's it. a perfect candidate for shitty DVDs. <laughs> yep. This, yep. this sucked the fun right out of it. Yeah. yeah. Now, it was, uh, I think it was six episodes in total. We only watched two. Yeah. I wanted to keep watching them, <laughs> yeah. but was sadly overruled. There was great like boating Karens where they were breaking oh, yeah. the rules of the Harbor oh, Patrol yeah. and then just being like rich and owning a boat should let yeah. them have. And it's, it no, was, I do uh, what I want Explain here. to my kids why you stopped us. Explain to them. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. And he was like, well, you need to be 12 to uh, be the. You need to be 12 to be the safety spotter on the back of a boat legally. She looks like she's five years old. Well. You tell so her you're taking her mom to jail. <laughs> you're you're scaring my kids right now. And he's like, uh, I'm not taking I'm not taking you to jail, but I can 
if you don't cooperate. Yeah. You need yeah. to calm down. I don't want to take you to jail. I don't want to take your mom to jail. But we all need to calm down. And Frankly, she's like should have taken her ass to jail. Yeah, honestly, I wish. It was a, I wish. It was a step above cops because I hate the inequality of a bunch of cops just hassling people. This was like, oh, you're hassling like rich white people with boats? That's fine. <laughs> That's <laughs> yeah. fine. This is like a burned DVD yeah. with like a paper sticker. Like yeah. this is totally yeah. homemade. This yeah. came this unsanctioned. aired on court TV, I guess. That's so correct. That's where they shopped it around. No one is take takers. There's, there's no barcode anywhere on the court TV. Yeah. Are there credits? Because sure. my dad or my friend's uh, dad was a photographer for court TV. I wonder if he filmed this. You oh, live man. in San Diego. Dang. Well, uh, th this next DVD has my favorite title by far of all of them. Okay. What is it? Speed Gone Wild, <laughs> Deadly Decisions. <laughs> deadly Decisions. Now, I there... Just, I just made a deadly decision, There dude. is a disclaimer on the back of this. None of the filmed participants died in these races. Okay. So they made so, good choices, ultimately. Yeah. So yeah. Deadly Decisions, but nobody died. This is basically just... Cars going fast, set to like rockabilly music. Yeah, oh yeah, it would <laughs> it would change yeah. to different public domain music themes. This it would be clearly, like yeah. blue. Okay. No, it was just that it was like rockabilly and a country song, and it definitely was a VHS that you could yes. order at some weird store, and they converted to DVD because it is the quality is suspect. It uh, is, let me read the back. There's like tracking there, lines on this. Yeah. The very best crashes ever recorded on video. Wall-to-wall oh. -wall explosions of stock cars, indie cars, dragsters, funny cars, and more. Witness these powerful machines as one fiery crash after another blows them to pieces. Prepare yourself to be put in the driver's seat as we take you where you've never been before. Yeah. So... This, did it live up to that? <laughs> I, I loved this. One. I, it was 40 minutes long and it was awesome. This, this was stuff is, like my grandfather had like in yeah. his VHS collection. I think so too. This definitely was a VHS relic. There yeah. was a part of this that was so fucking awesome. And it was a um, motorcycle, a, a derby. What do they call those? Uh, Demolition, Demolition derby. derby, but with motorcycles. Yeah, we've never seen. None of us had ever even heard of that. Oh, wow. yeah. Motorcycle maniacs. Yeah. That ruled there was a car that i guess had his own wikipedia page because it was so like it <laughs> oh, was a tank somebody put tank wheels on like a, a van like or... a scooby-doo mystery machine oh, van yeah. and we're just running over a bunch of cars with it yeah yeah it's currently residing in australia we found that. yeah I, I, I found the page about <laughs> it that was but a good dvd that was good all right this next one uh the next one everything good I just wanted to bring up the dude that went into the car and exploded himself. Oh, uh, yeah. That shit was fucking nuts. Anyway, continue. Yeah, the, was, the guy oh, got yeah. in the car and they just like lit on fire and blew it up. Yeah, there was they, a lot they, of stunt work in They this. sat a guy in a car and then blew the car it up. It was some evil Knievel shit. Yeah, and it was, it was awesome. like always at some like shitty fair with like 13 people watching. Oh, it was great. <laughs> now, this next guy should be put in a car and also blown up. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Aviation humor part one. Oh, part one. <laughs> With Rod Machado. Rod. There, there's so many plain jokes. We couldn't do it in one volume. This <laughs> sucks. Uh, <laughs> this was the worst you know, excuse for stand-up comedy we've ever heard. It's all plane-themed comedy. For pilots. At a pilot con aviation convention. Now, that's yeah. what... Here's the thing. That's what he says. He said, in a room full of 3,500 pilots... I never saw the audience. I heard a lot of canned laughter. They, they cut to the audience at one point. That was stock footage. It, but it, stock it, it, it wasn't 3,500 <laughs> It's people. him at a Holiday Inn on uh, stage. This was filmed in 1991. Yeah. There's, that means it came over from 
VHS too. Oh, for right. sure. Yeah. There's like a cartoon on back here, and he there's a speech bubble, and I think it's a sample of some of the jokes. Okay. <laughs> the pilot said, Tower, I'm departing at 12. The tower said, can you give me that time in Zulu? The pilot said, back, okay. Number Tanga Magawumba. What the <laughs> fuck? Now, I'm a pilot, so I actually get that joke, and it's pretty funny. Can you confirm that that's about the caliber of the whole fucking DVD? That is. That's probably funnier than any joke he told Honestly, on the show. Honestly, the Milton Berle book is hilarious <laughs> compared to this guy. That was. This guy's no Bill Gates. This was. I mean, we were, I think. I was very, I, I found this. I was very gung ho about it. Three minutes in, like, this is a mistake. I'm sorry to turn it off. And yeah. then they wanted to keep watching. <laughs> I was, I, Derek, I'm actually surprised at your review of it because you were actually the most eager to get, like, no, let's hear him out. Let's hear him out <laughs> where the rest of us are like, oh my God, kill him. Yeah. Get I, rid of him. I was actually enjoying how miserable it was making Sean. <laughs> it was okay. like, Sean was like, yeah, Sean was fucking <laughs> kill this guy. And I was like, well, this is entertaining. The, uh, <laughs> The fact that there's a part two uh, or three, he doesn't say how many. The jargon that he would use was like so specific to airline and airline well, yeah. maintenance and everything uh, was so inside Another baseball. joke I remembered is, uh, have you ever uh, oh. had the joy of another having joy. a check and you needed to cash the check? So you go down to your local supermarket and you take out the check and you pop it right there. <laughs> down there on the counter and you slide it across to the cashier. Seriously, this is this. one for one. And this she is takes it. a look at the check and she looks up at you and she says the sweetest words a pilot could ever hear. <laughs> Do you have any form of identification? Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha so, so of course you take out your wallet, you open it up, and you present to her a crisp, clean, brand new pilot's license. Yeah. And she takes the pilot's license <laughs> and she looks at it and she looks at you and she says, what is this? <laughs> Woo! Yay! Yeah. And you tell her, well, ma'am, I'll tell you what it is. That right there is a certification to fly an aviation device <laughs> of which I am licensed to do. Yep. Yeah. Thank you, Rod. And three more hours of this. <laughs> Don't <Seriously>. stop. <laughs> Unending. It, uh, was, it was long. I do want to point out something, though. Uh, yeah. That this came out uh, when? when 91? Yeah, 1991. Yeah, in the 90s. Well, DVD though, yeah, it was probably VHS brought to DVD. <laughs> Had to bring this over. The number on the plane. Uh oh. Nine eleven. Oh. And nine one one. Wonder what. Wonder what he knew. Saves together what? says, "When does it become a joke?" Yeah, we were asking the same <laughs> yep. thing. Except it took us a lot longer yeah. to try to get an answer, and we never did. Uh, I do also want to point out the there's like MS Paint clip art on the back of two people laughing. Uh, Ha ha, my sides. Ah uh ha. -huh. Like, oh man. Damn. It's like, do we have a photo of the crowd, la crowd laughing? Dude, there was no one came to the fucking show. Okay. <laughs> it was an empty you, hall. What do you have? Do you have, what is paint? MS anyway. Paint Search. Okay. This next one, I got to take the store sticker off. Oh, this is a big. This, it's been on the other in, ones. And from my perspective, this is the big enchilada. Probably the best one we watched. This, this was shitty DVD royalty. 
Yeah, because it was good. This yeah. hit every category. It wasn't good. We it finished was not it. good, but, it, but we did finish we it. We did finish it, yeah. Everything you needed. Let's get a close-up on this one. Neo-Wolf. Neo-Wolf. <laughs> a rock band of werewolves <laughs> will tear your heart apart. Torn between the girl he loves and the dark side of fame, a young musician is seduced by a touring rock band called Neo-Wolf with a mysterious past and a hungry habit that comes with the full moon. Now, I think they called this Neo-Wolf because these aren't actually werewolves. They're, they're more <laughs> yeah. like just, they have like bumpy faces and fangs. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. That sums it up. It was like, they explained it like, well, they're not werewolves. They're neo-wolves, which is, is like the next evolution of a werewolf. This is a yeah. deep cut, and I'm not expecting anyone in this room to get it, but if you like Star Trek Next Generation, they look like Cardassians. Yes. Mm. With fangs, yep. but the same makeup. They, they also look like Kardashians. Those with them fangs, too. <laughs> with, with slight, <laughs> slightly more human Kardashians. A couple less bumps. Uh, Ray J and Kim star now, in this. Now, for for real, I think this is a like student film. Yeah, from like some university like in Arizona. Yeah, because it was filmed mostly on a college, just like on the grass, mm-hmm. like in front of the buildings. And yeah. I think they went into one classroom. It was shot kind of well, though. Some of the shots weren't yeah. terrible. Yeah, and there I was think they were like music. film school students. Yeah, the music was... There was all original music. There was like two or three songs featured. The Yeah, you know, like it was it was terrible, but we did finish it. Yeah. This was a fucking horrible movie. <laughs> uh, it's just... Uh, it, it. Do you remember that it opens at a gas station, at a Valero gas yeah, station? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Valero. And it was clear that they just went to a gas station in the middle of nowhere and got no permission. <laughs> Stole and they, they filmed the logos because every uh, gas pump had the Valero logo yeah. on it. So I was like, movie is officially sponsored by Valero. <laughs> and a dude is in a convertible just pumping gas when a tour bus like pulls up and just randomly kicks a guitar player out of the band. Yeah. Like, you can't be in our band anymore. Fuck you. You did all our coke. Yeah. And then like, uh, I don't even remember what happened. The people driving the, the convertible drove off into like the desert, got out of the car. Did they get out to have sex yeah, in the, in the sand did. or some they stupid? Did. Yeah. yeah. That's the best place. They to do drive it. into the middle of the <laughs> desert to have sex. In this the is scene. the opening scene of the movie. <laughs> yeah. And then the tour bus pulls up like it tracked them down. And in the middle of the day, because that's when werewolves attack, apparently. <laughs> High noon. The people having sex. Uh, oh, no. This was scene two. This oh, was yeah. scene two because you remember scene one was at a nightclub when people come out of the club and go to a car to have sex. Oh, yeah, right. yeah, and they're yeah. having sex next to an open window in the car. Yeah. And you don't see who attacks them. But somebody with werewolf-like hands reaches into the car and just starts clawing oh, that's them. that's right. Starts clawing them while they're having sex. Right. <laughs> it's not a spoiler if it's scene one on my bike. Yeah. Also. Uh-huh. And uh, then it cuts to the Valero gas station where the people in the convertible go to have sex in the desert and then they get murdered. Right. That Valero is a hotspot. There's a lot of desert, desert sex <laughs> in this movie. There was, there were about three or four desert sex scenes in the movie. Yeah. There was a time where I think a girl went to go down and blow a guy and then came up and she had the makeup on and she was turned into a werewolf and in mid fellatio. Mid yeah. blow, she oh, kneeled That's out. not good. She turned his boner into a dog that's bone. You can't be asking, can't be asking for that on the night of a full all. moon. Also, uh, one of the actresses from the movie Alien 
dude. Oh yes, that made me sad. Veronica Cartwright. She is uh, what's her name? Uh, Lambert. 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 Johnny had it. I think she is an underrated actress. She's been in a bunch of stuff, and the fact that she was in this, I was like, oh, this poor woman. She goes. uh, Now this is a spoiler. She goes werewolf hunting at the end of the movie with a shotgun. Yeah. (laughs) And somebody steals the shotgun and shoots her with it. (laughs) So she gets. Blow the only <laughs> semi-famous person in this movie gets blown away with a yeah, shotgun. That was a bummer. And all the fucking no-name actors <laughs> who were pretending to be rock star werewolves, they get to live on uh for the sequel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Damn. That sorry, movie, sorry, Veronica. You know, they should make a sequel. Again, it was the shot composition was pretty good. It wasn't bad. <laughs> what was the sign that was misspelled that kept cracking us up? Oh, 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 op- uh open mic night. They have an open mic night in this movie, and it's the sign is on a million different walls. But they spell Mike like and the name Mike. Yeah, M I K E, <laughs> and it was just like, oh, we're, we're yeah, the open mic. Yeah, <laughs> is that an inside joke on? Yeah, because they're gonna kill Mike. And then I think yeah. at one point they do kill a guy. They like rip him, like <laughs> rip him in half. It's like, oh shit, they just opened Mike. They opened <laughs> yeah, we were it's dying. Like, hey, where's where's open Mike? I heard he was gonna be here tonight. <laughs> this is open mic night. Best I can do is uh, endless Mike, but. Anyway. <laughs> All right, this next one, uh, surprisingly amazing. I didn't know this was a real thing. Me neither. Queer Duck. <laughs> it it made sense once we started watching it. I remember this being on Icebox. There used to be a Flash cartoon website, Icebox.com. Queer and Duck. That was on there. It, it made it I remember to TV. that now. Yeah. Queer Duck was created by one of the showrunners of The Simpsons. Yeah. At the height, this is like the person who ran Simpsons season three, four, and five. Like at the height of their success. Yeah. This was actually really funny. I, I thought it was pretty pretty good. It was the most well-written of any of the stuff I think we watched. Yeah. I mean, we, yeah, we did watch it in the middle of these other things. Now, so that's the, jo- it, that's the jokes were like so stereotypical. Uh, Conan O'Brien is in this. Right. A bunch and, of voices. Andy Dick, David Duchovny is RuPaul. in it. RuPaul. Bruce Valanche, Tim Curry. I, was that actually RuPaul? I we, think RuPaul had a cameo in like one episode. We looked it up. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think they were gonna play Queer Duck in one episode, and then they they didn't end up doing that. So, or or they were. Pl- I think it was someone else. All the rest of the episode. Yeah, RuPaul someone. did it in the first episode. That's uh, the thing you're holding is the movie. Oh, okay. This is the movie version. Okay. Uh, yeah, and I couldn't okay. tell if this was like a compilation of all the uh, episodes put together. Hey, I wanted to come in expecting to like laugh that Queer Duck was going to be just as bad as all the other ones. This was actually legitimately entertaining. <laughs> entertaining. Yeah, yeah. Uh, my favorite character was aptly named um, Bipolar Bear. There's a uh, oh. Queer Duck, Bipolar Bear, Openly Gator, <laughs> and uh, Oscar Wildcat. Oscar Wildcat. So many references that are for like at this point, like 60 year olds. Yeah. <laughs> there were just references to old Hollywood and shit that like almost I didn't get like, who? but you know, I will say maybe tell me if I'm wrong. I expect there are definitely a million jokes that did that didn't age great, but it was, I thought it was going to be more, a little more homophobic than it was. Do you know what I mean? Like it was, a, I thought it was actually like a, yeah more supportive kind of this show came out in 2006 at the height of the Bush administration. Yeah, and they yeah. are constantly pointing out uh, the, the culture of living yes. in like in Bush America. administration, America. Yeah. And, and being gay in contrast to living in that yeah. society. Yeah. yeah. And uh, uh, I've, I've been quoting this ever since there, there are a couple of jokes here that hit really hard. Uh, and, and I knew it was a Simpsons writer 
you know, going in, whatever, I saw it on the cover or whatever. But once I found out, oh, yeah, the guy who uh, also did The Critic. Yeah. That made so much sense. Totally. Was, the writing sounds like The Critic. It's yeah. Mike Reese. So if you're a fan of The Simpsons, if you're a fan of The Critic, I, I actually recommend check out Critic. Yeah. Cool. Oh, okay. This one. Rocco bought this oh, at Dinosaur Land yeah. in Tampa. <laughs> Which oh. the store made a huge deal about that yeah. I was the only guy that it ever bought this. basically called out every employee to look at what was happening because they couldn't believe someone he, was buying this DVD. That guy, yes. he bought one. 100 million BC. <laughs> yeah. This was personally, I'd say next to Neo Wolf. Next to Neo Wolf was my favorite. This was Neo Wolf caliber. It's yes. another one we finished. We actually got through it yeah yeah uh michael gross is in this movie yep if you want to see you know some family ties links yeah i mean family ties but most importantly tremors, tremors if yeah. you like them in tremors and every tremor sequel yeah uh, uh tremors <laughs> one through 15 this had the production quality of tremors 15 I yes would say. <laughs> i yeah i would say that, that maybe, kind of like sci-fi channel original feel yeah, but like less than that. This yeah. movie, uh, I knew it was going to be bad when they started uh, throwing out numbers, and the math was so fucking wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Michael Gross, who appears to be about fifty years old in this movie, oh yeah, uh, and this movie was made in like two thousand and eight, says that he graduated college in nineteen forty one, which would make his character about ninety five years old. Oh my God. Yeah. But he's, he looks like a 50-year-old man. Now, see, I thought, because there's time travel in this, and I just thought like something got mixed up with time travel. But then you come they, to find out, no. But they don't explain that. Something no. got mixed nope. up with their math. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So they, they uh, this guy wants to go back and find a team that went back in time. Through like uh, a Stargate type yeah, of device. Yeah, it's a Stargate. Prehist you know, takes, Stargate takes you back to prehistoric. He references kind of something called the Philadelphia Project, which is an urban legend yes. in which a... A uh, ship in the U.S. Navy was teleported, uh, you know, from like uh, somewhere, I think it was by New York down to the south, and then it came back to New York, and all the soldiers were like transfused into the ship. Yeah. That's the actual urban legend of the Philadelphia Project. But in this movie, somehow that resulted in the soldiers being sent back in time <laughs> to what they assume is the year 100 B.C., 100 million B.C. Sure. And they've started finding like cave drawings that the soldiers made back then. So oh, that's how they know they're still alive. That was mm -hmm. my favorite part where it's like we have undeniable proof and the soldiers like, what's the proof? And they show a slide and it just says, Michael, it wasn't your fault written on like a wall of a cave. It looks like you wrote it with a fucking sharpie. And it's like, oh, <laughs> like, fuck. That's still there. <laughs> Michael, oh, it wasn't shit. your fault. <laughs> There's no way you could recreate yes. that. It has to be real. So the soldiers from 1941 were sent back to 100 million BC. And then in 2008, the brother of one of the soldiers is now a scientist. Mike, he's the 95-year-old Michael Gross. And he wants to organize a new team of soldiers to go through a Stargate to go back to 100 million BC to find the original soldiers. Why they're using a Stargate now when they used a boat originally is never explained. <laughs> Why he waited 70 years to make this trip makes no sense we don't know and how they plan on getting back they have they literally have no plan <laughs> and he's like so why are you coming with us and he's like well i'm not a, a quitter i'm not gonna make the same mistake twice as in not going yeah <laughs> the, the, di the okay. dinosaurs are like youtube uh level clip art it reminds me of like the you know the godzilla back in the day when like godzilla is fighting a dinosaur or king kong's fighting you know yeah. uh, like stop motion figure shit it was it was 
Uh, Bad. It, I, I thought it looked like they were getting attacked by evil animated gifts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like it is like a, a, a 320 by 240 gif ah! on the guy. Um, the CG and, is is nuts. And uh, and then when there's explosions or gunfire, it looks like that app that J.J. Uh, Abrams action app. Or whatever <laughs> yeah. that Where the helicopter a, lands on you. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it oh, is it was that so bad. bad. It was like you could do better CGI on your phone. Yeah. Yeah. So they they go back in time. They uh, they get the team. The team is all like cavemaned out. They bring him back. But but I have to say the team apparently went back in time in yeah. 1941. And in their mind, they've only been there for six years. Oh, yeah. Right? yeah Even yeah, though yeah. this new team has come 70 years later. So for them, it's like 1947. Uh -huh. They look like 2008 bad actors like yeah the they've haircuts. got the shaggy haircut yeah. they've got like the jenko cargo pants on <laughs> yeah they've got all this like modern aesthetic yeah, they don't yeah. resemble anybody from the 40s at whatsoever at all they don't have mannerisms nothing they're just like oh hey oh cool you dudes are here yeah 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 we're from uh, 1941 yeah okay cool. yeah it's it, just like what they start making like <laughs> sex jokes like hey yeah. thingy's got the hots for you you guys gonna do it later and i was like yeah, yeah that's how people from the 40s would talk <laughs> yeah. they've, they've been in the past for six years yeah i know we're prehistoric era. you want to you think you're gonna like bang it out with her or whatever uh, i'm from 1940 by the way okay. <laughs> this is how i talk they all look like they were like recently had a shower too. it really bothered yeah. me how like not perfectly. dirty they were oh man i also love that there was like 15 soldiers that came back to rescue them and within the first second and then being in the prehistoric era they're like all dead yeah there's a seat garrett pointed out it's 100 million bc but they're walking down a road yeah <laughs> in the middle of the forest yeah and one, of, and one of them stops and goes, wait i see something up there and then it's the type of movie where they're just like looking at stuff with a gun and then like yeah some gif will pop out grab a guy pull him away and then they're just standing there like ah and they start shooting uh, you know, with like flash art, uh, <laughs> yeah. muzzle flash. Yeah. They just stand in this road and get picked off one by one. They never run away. They don't know what to do. So yeah, like half the team gets wiped out by animated gifts yeah. in one scene. I went to the bathroom when they went like uh, into a cave and camped around a fire. I went to the bathroom. I came back there in modern day Los Angeles. Yeah. Oh, that's right. The big twist. I literally, I don't know how that happened. <laughs> so they go back through, they get the team. They go back through the gate. Michael Gross has to stay behind. He's like, someone needs to close the portal. Right. So I'm going to stay back behind. Um, they couldn't afford Michael Gross for the whole movie. So he's out halfway, halfway <laughs> yeah, through. Closes true. the gate. He didn't do a good job closing the gate. Because guess what? A T-Rex. No, got through too. Not in so Los then there's Angeles. a T-Rex in LA. Now what? And they just spend the rest of the movie trying to shoot the uh, T-Rex from a helicopter. And no, they do shoot it <laughs> a billion times. Never takes any damage no, though. The T-Rex no damage is, on this. The bullets gift. do nothing to this thing. Yeah. It's literally like clip art, yeah. like uh, YouTube style. Yeah, free stock clip art. Well, some of our fans can understand. Sky Goat level T-Rex. Right. right. Yes. Dude, Sky uh, Goat was better. <laughs> Sky Stronger. Goat was better. Uh, but anyway, and then, uh, yeah, they, they eventually do, uh, what, don't they warp him back? Or they what warp him back into time. It's a whole, they send I think back. the young Michael Gross somehow shows up. Yeah. And he's like hot. Yeah. Or something. Oh, he's like, thanks. I, uh, he's, he's, I told my, I went through time and told myself this would happen. So here he's I am. Michael so Good. I knew what to do and <laughs> I'm young and hot. Uh, yeah. They, they had no budget to afford extras. But they somehow did close down a couple streets in Los Angeles. Yeah, right. that was kind of so impressive. most of, all of the L.A. parts take place on empty streets in Los Angeles. No cars, no people, just four cavemen running around <laughs> avoiding uh, animated gif of a T-Rex. Yeah. yeah, really fucking bad. <laughs> I 
I am I would love to have been in the room when the person with a box full of those went to that dinosaur place they went to in Florida and like convinced them to buy like how is this being sold? Come on, I give you a dollar on the land. They had, the fuck? They seriously she was like, We have crates of this DVD. I mean and we haven't moved in. Who was the purchasing manager? Who thought this was the thing to buy? You know what? Shit. We, we, you have a dinosaur gift shop? Yeah, you're going to need at least 10, 20,000. You're going to be selling, I'm guessing, probably 25 a day minimum. minimum. So what you're going to need to do is buy buy all of our stock. Uh, people in the chat are saying this is fully available on YouTube. Is it? Uh, oh, there wow. are some people watching it right now. So 100 million BC, if you want to watch it for yourself. It's no, available. You got to go to Plant City. I don't think we really looked at the cover because it spoils the whole movie. Oh, no. oh does it? I did it, not know they went to modern times. It says yeah. an elite military team sent back in time. They will not return. Dot, dot, dot. Alone. Oh. And then it's a T-Rex being chased by helicopters, fighting <laughs> tanks. in clearly a downtown metropolis. Yeah. So uh, the whole the whole plot twist is right there on the cover. It was. I will say some go. of the uh, crazy trailers before this were just equally low budget uh, yeah. films. So you, you collect it, all of them. It was a it was a hell of a time though, truly. Yeah. So this yeah. this was definitely though. I wanted it. I wanted to watch this for the segment. And so you actually, did. yeah, you brought that in as like, hey, we we <clears throat> haven't seen this yet. Yeah. We've got to sit down and watch yeah. this. This next one cost two dollars and fifty cents, and we got ripped off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wind runners. Oh, yeah. yeah this right. was God. a. Uh, we should uh, add a disclaimer. I wonder. Quite make it all the way. Yeah. Yeah. We, we didn't, didn't finish this because yeah. it was so boring. I this wonder if any of the a... viewers at home like have seen this. This seems like something you would be forced to watch in like English with a substitute yeah. teacher, or like you would go to like your great aunt's house oh. and she had one DVD and it was this. And it's yeah. like I guess we're watching Wind Runner. It piqued our interest because who found this? It, it has the like family friendly Christian dove. So we kind of thought, like, oh, this would be a good one. But then it ended up being, like, very well shot. Kind of. It, it, well, it had, like, yeah. it starred Margot but Kidder. Di didn't, is this the one with uh, uh, Jake Busey? Yeah. Yeah. It it Jake Busey's in this. Jake, Jake Busey, Busey, Margot Kidder. Margot Kidder, who's Lois Lane in the original Superman. Uh, Ace Ventura's landlord, Ventura. Oh, that oh, guy. Yeah. That he guy. plays the football coach. And it's basically uh, the plot of Revenge, uh, Revenge of the Titans. Return. <laughs> uh, what's that movie? Revenge. Attack of the Clones. Remember no. The, remember, remember the Titans. Titans. I like Thank Revenge you. Better. Yeah, I like it. <laughs> remember the Titans. Revenge. This is Revenge of the Titans. Where I think it's literally like a kid from San Francisco moves to a small town and he joins the football team, and his dad is like an ex Forty Nine er Forty Nine er who won the Super Bowl, but is in jail. But is in jail now for some undisclosed reason. Uh, and everybody on the football team fucking hates him. And so they like bully him and stuff, especially Jake Busey. Mm -hmm. Jake Busey Which, plays the villain. That Jake Busey's what look. A look. You know, I think honestly, the first time I ever saw him was in contact and he scared oh, the yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. He, he scared you? Dude, <laughs> no, you don't. But that part when they're like in spoiler con of contact, when they're like, that guy's not supposed to be there. That guy's not. And it's, it's him, like, it's the evil Jake Busey smile about to blow himself up. Fucking terrified oh, yeah, me. Jay Busey scares the shit out of me. Like Lost Highway. Oh. So the the kid, basically his dad's in jail. Margot Kidder is his mom. She's never around because she's working. He hates his life. He's haunted by like a Native American neighbor. Yeah. <laughs> the guy is supposed to be a ghost. Is he right. though? Because people are talking to him besides him. 
It's never made clear. It but wasn't made clear. We yeah, didn't finish it. it. <laughs> but he he does supernatural things. We, we figured it out early. The guy's he, a ghost. He does supernatural things that are really neighborly. Like uh, the kid is cooking salad, cooking a salad. Yeah, he's preparing We're a grilling one on the grill. He's preparing a salad for his little sister at night, and he's like fucking frustrated. He's like, "Where are the tomatoes? I don't know. What do you mean you don't know? We're supposed to have tomatoes here. Where are the gosh darn tomatoes?" Ding dong. Goes to the front door, and the guy's just like, "Yeah, <laughs> he's tomatoes. got tomatoes." And and it, and it is literally like. Where'd you get those tomatoes from? <laughs> from my garden. And then he leaves. Oh. And then he ha- he just pushes them towards the kid and like vanishes into the darkness. Uh-huh. Yeah. People are saying also this movie is fully on YouTube as well. Hey. It is. It's linked to in the chat. Yeah, so we're finding go. the goodies. Can someone uh, yeah. watch it quickly and let us know how well, it ends? Yeah, let us know the ending because we couldn't get there. Was he a ghost or what? Yeah, so he gets he gets cut from the football team for literally no discernible oh, reason. Because Jake Busey's, Busey's dad, who is the warden of the town owns the coach for some reason. Right. It says, get this guy off the team. He's too good. My son's going to look bad. Right. Yeah. That's I will say though, like the cinematography was really well done. It was professionally made in, uh, what we saw was like a Canadian, uh, production company. Right for the dark. Yeah, the same, oh. the same production cinema, company. whatever it was yeah. called. Yeah, but cinema. like the shots were like, damn, this is too good to like rip on. It's actually like well shot, well lit. Um, it was cool seeing like old high school buildings in that era. Like it was shot in the nineties or something. Yeah. yeah. But uh, yeah, you know, we didn't, we didn't so, make it through the, uh, yeah. The native guy goes to talk to the football coach and says, uh, I want you to put him back on the team, but he's not going to come to practice. I'm going to train him yeah. and then he'll win your games. So then they get, go to a training segment where he's just like riding a horse through the desert, making this kid like run beside him. Making him stack my flower on the wall. It's like wall. a bunch of stupid, like fucking karate kid bullshit. Yes, exactly. exactly. Like, how does this have to do way like with football? Stacking these sandbags all over the place. Just stack. What side you put the sandbags on? The left side. Mm. Move them to the right. I'm like, yeah, okay. All right. Boop. Off. <laughs> we got it. I mean, we yeah. were about 90 minutes into this three-hour movie. Stacking montage. <laughs> yeah, we're good on that. Thank you, uh, Windrunner, but we're good. Now, this next movie... We got about seven minutes in, yeah. and that yeah. was a tedious seven minutes. Unbearable. Before, uh, I think Sean once again demanded we turn this off. I was down to keep watching it. You make it sound like I'm a terror in the office. I'm not that bad. <laughs> you were, no, I was ready to quit this one. Sage, you were tortured. American Girl presents Sage Paints the Sky. <laughs> Which, American Girl, we were trying to figure out, is like a doll company? It's a yeah. doll. I think it's a book series. Yeah, they too, make they I make think. like very expensive dolls, like like hundred and twenty dollar dolls. Oh, so no Barbies. No. Okay. Like uh, Emma had an American Girl doll, but that was given by like some rich relative, and like yeah, it was like in some casing. It was oh, they're, a, they're fancy dolls, but yeah, it's one of those big. things that like none of my other kids ever. Can we got get close up on Sage here? Can we? You see, she's Sage. she's smiling. She's holding paper. Just Sage is the most privileged. Yeah. Never experienced anything wrong in her life, girl, that has ever been depicted in the history of filmmaking. (laughs) The movie opens with her living in New Mexico, doing amazing painting, landscape paintings that are like mind-blowingly good. (laughs) You find out she's the granddaughter of a rich and wealthy, famous artist. 
She returns to school on the first day to reunite with her best friend, but her best friend spent the summer at summer camp and got into dance. Oh, oh yeah. no. Oh, yeah. And now has a new best friend who likes to dance. And Sage doesn't like dancing. This is so oh, relatable. No. So Sage's life is ruined. Not only that, on the first day of school, they announce, and I'm going to quote Paige on this one. <laughs> yeah. Due to something called stupid budget cuts. <laughs> oh, they are no longer going to be doing art class oh, no. this year of school. Art oh. will return next year. This year, it's dance class. Oh. No, it's singing class. Oh, it's singing, singing, class, oh, singing class, which is what her best friend is now suddenly interested in singing. She doesn't want to do art anymore. So Sage is devastated. Then in the ultimate <laughs> diss uh, against her white privilege, they introduce a new student. A, a person of color, the only one in school, mm-hmm. and uh, she likes art as well. So this is going to have to be Sage's new best friend, sadly. <laughs> There's no more art class. Uh, we turned it <laughs> off when Sage goes to visit her grandma. We're about five minutes into the movie now. Yeah. Sage goes to visit her grandma, who is extremely <laughs> fucking wealthy. And lives on a ranch where she like practices horse tricks. Oh, and yeah, it's Dr. And, and Quinn. And it's Jane woman. Seymour. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's Dr. Jane Quinn. Seymour. <laughs> yeah. And Jane Seymour does her world famous scarf trick where she rides her horse in a circle. I'll try to recreate it here. <laughs> and then pulls out two scarfs at the same time. Whoosh. And then like flutters the scarfs in the sky while she's while she's like riding the horse. It's really cool. Yes, 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 you nailed it, Gary. Yeah, they actually follow this scene up with a conversation of like, Grandma. Your scarf trick. How did you learn to do your scarf trick? It's so awesome. I, I wish I could do that. It, it's so cool. It makes my heart flutter every time you do the scarf trick. I can't believe it. <laughs> and then um, we turned it off. Then we turned it off, yeah. I don't know how we, she learned we it. We turned it off. We don't know if she learned to sing, if she's still painting. We I don't, don't know if really she made care. friends with the new girl. <laughs> I don't know if she learned how to sing, yeah. Did she paint the sky? She paint I'll the never sky. know. The last two, we kind of realized, like, wow, these are, like, too informative and wholesome and maybe aged way under us <laughs> to even, like, tease. There was nothing to even make fun of. This uh, was just like, oh, damn. Yeah, I was going to say uh, real quick regarding the American Girl dolls. Uh-huh. Uh, there was something that happened just recently. I don't know if you guys ever saw that, but they sell accessory kits and dresses and stuff for the dolls. Okay. Oh. And the, even those are expensive. Those are four, 40 to $80 Fuck just that. to get clothes for the doll. They released one. Uh, it's it's usually like, oh, you know, outfits of different eras, you know, like, mm. oh, kind of Elizabethan kind of dress or, uh, you know, 1800s kind of dress or more modern thing. You know, that's up to you how you want to do it. Uh, one of the things they just sold recently was a vintage uh, food, pro- like vintage kitchen set. And people were like, oh, that's cool. When they did these in the past, it was like, old timey kind of kitchen stuff they released a new one and it's um 1990s pizza hut like <laughs> like it's a pizza hut box it's from the 90s it's all 90s food it's and people are like oh fuck this is in the old timey section in the american girl website now like people were like if you never felt old before you will now 90s. like it was all nine yeah it's like oh yeah yeah it's all stuff from 30 years ago it was like all oh. You know, American Girl also has a thing where you can buy clothes to match your doll. 
Oh. And so like you can go into the American Girl store, buy your doll an outfit and buy yourself the same outfit. Yeah, so yeah. This is, this like, is like a big, super rich person yes, thing. Yeah, they definitely. got this shit at like F.A.O. Schwartz, not Toys R Us. Oh, this is no Toys R Us yeah, stuff. Yeah, right. yeah this is like okay. a specialty boutique okay. for American Girl. So they must make a killing online now because like, I don't think it's, it's a tradition for families to like buy our daughter an American Girl. Yeah. Just like my mother got I don't, me one. I don't think that they you still know? make these things. No. Here's the premise from the back of the cover uh-huh sage is excited about her new school year until she discovers that art her favorite class has been cut <gasps> on top of that her best friend tessa seems to be spending more and more time with another girl no oh. for help sage turns to her grandma mimi a well-known artist and horsewoman <laughs> who inspires her to take action can sage find the courage to overcome her fears and save the art program and her friendship with Tessa. Ooh. Oh, a heartwarming, empowering, and fun movie. Mm-hmm. It's a movie for every girl who has ever dreamed big. Dude, horse girls grow up to be horse women, <laughs> like centaurs. Uh, not just that, a well-known horse woman. Yeah, yeah. Well, she's got the scarf trick. Well, there you go. Sage paints the sky. Yeah. I remember my kids would watch this movie in the car, and I never, it was like the trailers before a movie, I forget what the movie was, but one of the trailers went, there are two kinds of girls in the world, girls who love horses and girls who really love horses. Jesus Christ. All right. I thought you were going to say girls who reached out for a hand but found a hoof. (laughs) (laughs) That would have been cooler. That would have been cooler. This last one was a uh, broadcast on Fox in the 90s. I watched this live. Yeah, I I definitely tuned in for this. Alien autopsy, fact or fiction. Yes, I was... Fucking amped for this. A lot of people remember this. I remember every, every kid at school talking about this. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. Not, did you see the alien autopsy? Yeah, that was the shit. It was, uh, who's that, Commander Riker? Hosting? Yeah, we got Jonathan Franks being the host. Yeah, well, and he later went on to host a show called uh, Factor Fiction. Beyond Belief, oh, Factor right. Fiction. Oh, yeah, yeah. And so this was kind of like the pilot episode in a way. Yeah. And it has it all, all the same vibes. I... I was, I first off, I loved the alien stuff back then. Oh yeah, like uh, I X-Files always were huge. X Files were huge. I, think I always this skated. Probably aired before an episode of the X Files. Probably I, Alien Workshop was my skate brand. Oh. I was all about alien shirts. I had like books about UFOs, like from the fifties. You know, I loved oh, yeah. that shit. So this was about my alley. Now sure. I looked up the Wikipedia page on this. This is a hoax. hundred oh. percent. Yeah, I read about this too. They knew it was a hoax at the time. Of, of Jonathan it. Franks knew? Yes. Yes. Oh, but on. they were pressured by the producers not to expose it as a fake for fear that it would impact the ratings. <laughs> they broadcast oh. this three times on Fox television. Every time it got more and more ratings. I bet. So this thing was a cash cow. Yeah. Uh, and Stan Winston is portrayed in this. <laughs> And he's portrayed to say he does it. He thinks it's real. And he later went and did an interview saying, I told them immediately that I thought it was fake. <laughs> and they they edited my footage to make it seem like oh, I was fuck. confused about the authenticity. Oh, my God. Oh, that's amazing. Wow. What I had read when I was researching this was that the producer said, uh, well, yeah, we shot it all on video in the 90s. There's no film. But it's a we're we're replicating a film I did see um, oh. that had some qu- crazy stuff in it. 
Um, and then they were, he was like, but a couple shots from that original film are in this. Oh. And people were like, well, which ones? And he, he wouldn't say. Oh, because <laughs> yeah, none. He yeah. wouldn't. So all of this footage, supposedly from 1947, was actually shot in 1992. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yep. And uh, apparently the alien body was created by a British sculptor mm. and it was filled with like sheep innards. It's really good. The, the body that they have on the table is really good. And I was reading that after they filmed this to dispose, consider how fucked up this would be. Yeah. If you came across this to dispose of the dummy alien cadaver, they chopped it up into a bunch of pieces and spread it out into different trash cans all oh. over London. Oh, oh, mafia style. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's just what I classic heard. mafia. So you got like a little alien arm in this trash can. <laughs> you got an alien head in a trash can across town. Oh, you got an alien foot in the dumpster over there. No genitalia. Maybe it was censored. No, they talked about it in the video. Like there was no genitalia. Then like, why was it censored? It there? is weird. The whole time there's this censor bar over the crotch, but they are explaining how like there are no external genitalia on this being. Uh, uh, this is also fully on YouTube. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I, I've, I've okay. Told. Cool. So you have a lot. You guys have a lot of stuff to watch. You got a lot of uh, historical uh, interview stuff too from people who claimed to have had uh, come in contact with Roswell, New Mexico, crashed. Mm. Um, uh, what is it called? Debris. Yeah. yeah. That was really cool. I, I did enjoy just the spooky and like, is this real? Like that whole era, even as a kid, I think yeah. way back then, I kind of knew. Yeah, I actually love this. That's like, it, probably not real, but this is Be cool. I love it as a, as a publicity stunt and a hoax. Yes. I, I think this is a rare and treasured artifact, yeah. in my opinion. Yeah. yeah. There, supposedly the story of the footage is that an unnamed anonymous cameraman who was there at Roswell leaked this footage to the producers and they interview him. We didn't get to this part, but I was reading about it. They interview him in a hotel and he's like all silhouette with his voice. I love it. They modulated. do that so often. In the 90s. Oh yeah. Yeah. But then I found out I was reading that the producers actually found a homeless man in Los Angeles <laughs> no. and offered to pay him money to play the role of the anonymous cameraman. Oh my God. And then never gave him the money. No, no. no. So it, it is that level oh. of con artists who created Damn. Alien Autopsy Factor Fiction. <laughs> what Damn. the fuck? Wow. That's fucked. Damn, dude. I hope that's... That can't be real. Why would they pay him? <laughs> oh, yeah. That, that's, <laughs> that's all fake. We're going to pay you, you an like alien dollar. Jonathan Franks, how could you? That was not true. Well, and those were the shitty DVDs. Those are the shitty DVDs. Uh, we actually, you know, you you guys left, and I will give it to Kevin. He did cap us off with a viewing of. A, he did pop in Zolar, um, so we oh. did get to see that blue alien go. Hola! <laughs> Revisited a um, classic one Black more time to, to, before we put all the equipment away. So Zolar. Yeah. Um, I was going through all the DVDs. You guys spent by far the most on Black Ass. That I I oh. the sticker on Black Ass. We don't need to show it. But it says we paid twenty five dollars for it, yeah, which is a lot. But it says list price twenty dollars and ninety eight cents. So they went above list price. Well, they, like, they know. it's coveted yeah. since it was on our podcast. It's on eBay. Wait, didn't wasn't this in the two fifty area though? I thought it was. I thought oh. we only paid a couple bucks. Oh, good. Okay. Well, even though it it's says, tagged that way, yeah, it is tagged that way though. You're right. Twenty five bucks. I think it was only. I think we maybe only they missed a, a zero or fucked it up. Oh, I had a really good time um, watching these. What was that? Yeah, there were more guys, so we are going to show. And you know, maybe maybe some of these end up as secret prizes with the merch that's going out today. Yeah. Maybe maybe a couple of them will bless with uh, you know what you know yes. a copy. People, well, maybe we don't send out black ass. Uh, I'll take this top one off. Oh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's my personal copy. 
All right. Uh, I wouldn't mind uh, revisiting this segment if people at home enjoy it. Yeah. Sure, These sure. are all the movies we have yet to watch here. We have uh, Uncensored. That's, That's it. it. That's what <laughs> <laughs> Show the cover. It's That's a it. motocross. Guys, <laughs> Uncensored. That's it. What else do you need to know? Motocross, snowboarding, surf, and skateboarding. Oh. oh. It was a little more exciting when I didn't know that. Yeah. <laughs> Big girls don't cry. They get even. Okay, oh, okay. shit. All right. All right. Wow. Everything okay, Johnny? He reacted. Oh, okay. <laughs> Let's scare Julie. This is a low-budget <laughs> horror film that is all one take. Ooh, okay. that sounds interesting. Yeah, that could be neat. Crossbones. <laughs> oh, yeah. I wanted to watch that evil pirate movie. Low-budget evil pirate movie. Oh, yeah. Oh, I got to pop that in. Uh, this is just a legit documentary, Confessions of a Superhero. Yeah, I actually just wanted to watch this because I didn't know until recently that that uh, the superhero on Hollywood or uh, you know in front of the Chinese theater. Yeah, I didn't know he died like five years ago. Oh. And uh, it's a doc on him. National Lampoon's TV Guide: The Movie, oh, starring yeah. Steve-O. No, it was just TV. The movie. TV. The movie. TV. It's starring TV Steve-O? Guide logo. I found this and I was just it's impressed. Totally it was like Steve-O, what? Preston, Lacey, and Wee Man on what? the cover. Yeah. Yeah. Frogs. Now, I believe this is like a well-known horror movie. This is a horror movie from 1972 starring yeah. Lee Van Cleef. Mm. Lee Van oh, Cleef. I, I like him. A Western okay. Underrated. The Fuck-Ons. <laughs> now, how do you yeah. pronounce this? The Fuck-Ons. Fuck-Ons. Fuck this is a Japanese TV show uh, portraying an American family that is made out of mannequins. Like yeah. the Duracell people. Kind I, of I think I've seen some of it and it was kind of Tom goes to the mayor. Oh, yeah. If yeah. I remember correctly. Okay. Attack of the 60 foot centerfold. Okay. Uh, <laughs> now we, we're talking. Uh, me and Kevin and Johnny did look at that for a second just oh. to see what it was like. You cut into it. Yeah. And, and then it was wow. so funny. He popped, cut, cut us out. He popped it in just to see. And it was like, oh, okay, whatever. We don't have time. And we were all on our phones. And then we all looked up at one point and it was like, five women boobs out just like pushing them nice. together it was just like has this been playing the whole time <laughs> on a we had a giant thank god there's no windows in here jeez, jeez. guys that yeah. was one i picked he watched it without me I can't no we it. only saw a second of it's it. like a roger classic. yeah we found another copy of zolar we, you know what i think we still have the old one too we should give the viewers a copy yeah. so order the merch today Dude. someone's gonna get a copy Dude, of somebody, zolar. Yeah, wow. zolar oh wow damn that's sealed. body slam a rock and roll wrestling comedy. Right. Oh. That, that sounds, that this looks good. extremely low budget. Roddy Piper, Captain Lou Albano, Barry Gordon, and a couple other Ed, the uh, Road Warriors are in this one. Yeah. Okay. Blunt Talk with Patrick Stewart. What? Is it about weed? I don't know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Engage with marijuana. And Trauma Dance Film Festival. Okay. That's going to have some gems. Fun. Yeah. Because that's a no uh, money to entry film festival that Troma holds. Yeah. So this, this was could, my request. This next. Now look, one. check this one out. It's an Xbox 360 box. That's why I wanted it. That's what caught my eye. Dead clowns. <laughs> <laughs> dead. Got to okay. see dead clowns. We'll pop that in at some point. Boy, dick up the movie. <laughs> Wait, what? Wait, what? What? I don't know what's happening in that. <laughs> <laughs> what? It's either boy pickup or boy dick up. Boy I don't know. pickup. Boy dick up is a new character. And uh, <laughs> finally, Street this Fighter. one's going to be good. Minnesota memories. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, uh, I found that one uh, at a thrift store. 
I oh, did, so it's like a home. It's I did home. pop it in. It's just someone's home video. <laughs> <laughs> Why would you sell that, dude? Yeah, what asshole sold that? <laughs> sold that to like <laughs> my fucking mom and sister much is, on this. How much do they get for? Because that technically is like the rarest DVD, <laughs> right? <laughs> well, oh, it is boy. It, it is boy pickup. So it looks like dick up. Sorry, <laughs> boy, I like boy dick up. That's <laughs> boy like dick a up. Death Stranding character. It's like Dick Tracy. It's boy dick up. There's a guy who gets a boner every thirty seconds <laughs> named Boy Dick up. You're gonna have to meet him and get the you know. Keep your hands where I can see them. Uh, see metals. All right, we went thirty minutes over. That is cut into yeah. our fi- our skit making time. Oh no! So yeah, I hope everyone is going to be real efficient tonight at writing a skit. Uh, you know, we got to keep it brief. Let's keep it punctual, guys. You know. All right, we're going to be back in just a few minutes with making a skit live. Yes. Get your writers caps on. <laughs>